0: Hello, dear listeners. Today, I will be reading an introduction, what was written by Jason. In this introduction, what he wrote, he says, that I, David, must slap a chicken, video the slapping of said chicken, and then put said video on a social media platform of Jason's choosing, most probably Myspace, because he's incredibly old. Luckily, a few nights ago, I went to watch Tottenham meet Barcelona at the Camp Nou, one all, so I don't really care what he says and I'm not going to do it anyway. Let's have a podcast.
1: Welcome to yet another episode of uh, I, mean, I don't
0: I like know, how you say yet another it, all the time
1: yet, because it's yet another, it's so boring and dull and so tedious and is it, is that what it references to you, is that what you well mean? yeah,
0: like give it a bit more of a build up say something right. like, hello everyone it's only right. a fucking podcast isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, something like that <laughs> Be more right. cheery. Go again, fair do, enough, again. do okay. again.
1: Okay, I'll try again. There, let's go for it. All right. Go on. Um, h- h- hello, everyone. It's a podcast. Oh, yeah. Pathetic. That? Do you like uh, them apples?
0: Just tell them the name of the podcast, and then let's oh, get God. on with the podcast.
1: Born offside, here we are once again. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Yet <Yeah>, again, sorry. <laughs> and this time, what have we got in store for you? I, I, I guess the, the, the most sort of fascinating thing that we've got in store for you is the fact that we are actually... Almost a stone's throw away from each other for the first time, ever since starting to do these podcasts, aren't we? Um, I
0: I can imagine that our otherwise horrendous chemistry will now be a little bit better because we're on the same peninsula.
1: It's very true. The we Iberian are Iberian uh, Peninsula. <laughs> the Iberian Peninsula. Where does
0: that word come from? Iberia.
1: Iberia. Um, I, I don't know. Is it like a a, a rival to IKEA? I'm not sure. Um, it feels it's like
0: a, Liberia without the L.
1: Uh huh. That's the one. It was supposed to be Liberia, but they, they lost it. They lost the L. Probably. So it's a, a lost Iberia.
0: Or maybe Liberia is French for Iberia.
1: Iberia. Liberia. Liberia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bonjour. And Riberi comes from Liberia, except he didn't <laughs> tell anyone. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so they, they do, the frogs do come along and nick a lot of people from Liberi, <laughs> as it shall now be known. Um, yeah, so, but it, Dave, you're in Barcelona and, uh, and I'm in a, a little place called Coimbra, uh, which is, uh, so Mate, far I'm far not here. in
0: Barcelona.
1: Uh, I you am are.
0: on the site of Tottenham's incredible <laughs> epic qualification to the Champions League. That just so happens to be Barcelona. <laughs> but they may well be renaming it. Place where what Tottenham went through,
1: <laughs> mate. It must have been, uh, and this, this must have been a, quite an incredible week for you. Uh, 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 tell tell us a little bit about uh, about your experience, uh, although not too much because I'll just. <laughs> so it right,
0: all started uh, at seven am when I woke up. My teeth. <laughs> then I went for a whiz. Can't remember exactly. No, uh, mate, it was mate, fantastic. When, when, you,
1: when you went past, when you went to it, because I know that a few m- months previously you'd actually gone on a tour of Barcelona and sort of mm. seen that uh, Luis the, the Suarez was. Uh, yeah, sorry, not Barcelona. Yeah,
0: so I, I learned my know. lesson and went in a different
1: interest this time. Right, that was that my stupid question. Stupid, you, you, yeah. Uruguayan fucker's face. Just and and were, were you were you in in the attendance in the crowd and everything? Were you anywhere near uh, any uh, sort of Tottenham supporters at all, or uh, right. uh, did you no?
0: Uh, shoot. So what what I did was I didn't get one of the official Tottenham allocation tickets. I got what a ticket what a Barcelona fan didn't want, and it would appear that there <laughs> were quite a few of those available because Barcelona had already gone through. So. Because sure. of the unique way that they're kind of funded and have a membership. I think people may or may not know this, but Barcelona is essentially a club of around 80,000 members. And those members, um, uh, like have a, like a, almost like a lifetime subscription as long as they choose to renew it, which gives them tickets for every game. But they sometimes elect not to, uh, take up their ticket allocation for a game. And then they, uh, basically notify the club and say my ticket is available the club decides how much it's going to cost and then i can buy it Uh, okay so and then what they tend to do is release all of those tickets uh 10 days to two weeks before a game and normally Mm -hmm. it's actually very hard to get a champions league ticket but i guess because barca were already through there were a few of them are like yeah fuck this i don't want to go so when we were in the stadium you could hear like London accents scattered around. So there were quite a few, I think Tottenham fans who have got these tickets as well. And then there was the official Tottenham allocation, which I guess goes to Tottenham season ticket holders, etc. Uh, and they put the away fans. So at English grounds, they tend to put the away fans kind of on ground level, but in a corner. But Top in,
1: quarter, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But like in an English ground, they tend to be on the, but like, if you think of Tottenham, on the ground floor,
1: sorry. Yes, Tottenham
0: yes. put those on the ground floor, I know that Chelsea certainly do. Uh, like in a corner, I know that United certainly do, but at Barcelona, they put you right up the top, uh, like (laughs) in the proverbial gods. And then they put a perspex screen around all of the Tottenham fans. Um, And uh, I have to say, mate, they were absolutely magnificent. They didn't stop scoring, uh, stop shouting, screaming, jumping up and down for the whole, whole game. Uh, they, the Barcelona crowd I found to be very reactive like if Barcelona were attacking or something was going on they were noisy but if yeah, if it wasn't they didn't really care or they started shouting for Messi because they wanted to see Messi uh, I, I mean and I think we already knew how much of a godlike status that man has here but like if he gets up off the, the seats, they all start chanting Messi, Messi. Mm. And it was interesting how like the stadium announcer announced everyone else's first name and second name, but Messi was simply Messi. <laughs> uh, I've also noticed that they've, the, the, the crowd sitting around me have nicknamed uh, Musa Dembele, who had uh, a good game. Not the Tottenham Musa Dembele, the, the Barcelona Musa Dembele. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, they, they nick, they've nicknamed him Moussi. Moosey.
1: Oh, they haven't. Oh dear. So he's like, a, he's like a, what kind of, like a Canadian Moosey, you know? Yeah. And uh, is it like a, a baby Canadian Moosey? Because it's not the yeah. full Moose, obviously. Yeah.
0: Well, Moosey, moosey. Every, every, everyone knows is the official plural of Moose. One Moose, mm-hmm. several Moosey.
1: Several Moosey, yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, I guess that probably didn't translate in Spanish, but um, the stadium was actually pretty much full, but like I said, it was kind of populated by Tottenham fans. And it's a, it's a pretty good atmosphere, but I'd like to see it in a match where the Barcelona fans genuinely care about the result. Towards the end of the mm-hmm. match, there were even a few of them kind of saying, like, I hope you win, I hope you win. Like they, mm. they didn't seem to have any love for Inter Milan, let's put it that way. Sure, uh, and then the game unfolded on the pitch, and Tottenham gave away a very early goal. Uh, uh, Kyle Walker-Peters slipped over. Uh, throughout the entire 90 minutes, Tottenham players were slipping over everywhere. Like on the pitch, Sissoko at one point slipped over on the on the area around the pitch. Uh, Harry Winks slipped over in the tunnel, like as he came out. They were just falling over everywhere. Uh, and then you know, so Walker Peters slipped. And Dembele ran through and, and scored. And then Tottenham bossed the game for pretty much the rest of it, missed chance after chance. Uh, Sonning Min missed um, one very good chance in the first half Kane was through and missed another one Uh, you had uh, Mora before he scored he had one cleared off of the line Rose like at one all missed an absolute I mean it wasn't that good a chance I mean it was a very good chance like a like a kind of 8 out of 10 chance but he missed it like really oh mate Sky isn't enough of a word he spaced it
1: he more than went under it it was an unbelievable thing he
0: moonballed it like that's where that ended up the moon might
1: as well not have hit it but you know he might as well have just airballed it you know i think that would have been fine as well i i thought he he seemed to be rusty you know he seemed to be a little bit on the rusty side so i felt a bit sorry for him uh uh, because there was he had he had a hand in Quite a few mistakes uh, uh, throughout that game, but, um, but the rest of the team sort of did, did quite well. Dembele's goal, I thought, was really well taken uh, right yes. at the end, you know, obviously, because he was very calm and cool. But I guess that kind, of, that kind of pressure comes from, you know, the fact that your team has qualified as well, right? I mean, they've qualified. Yeah, no maybe.
0: Pressure. Also, like, he was running away from a player. I mean, and Dembele is quick. He is quick. So he was running away from a player who'd fallen over and then mm-hmm. had to deal with the expert defending abilities of Harry Winks, which, you know, Winks is a good player, <laughs> but he's not, he's not a large centre-back that you have to kind of get round, is he? Like, he's, he's quite small.
1: True.
0: Um, not, to, not to say that his effort wasn't good, but the, um, but mate, the, en- like the ending five, was quite compelling.
1: Mm. I was going to say, yeah, five minute, uh, up until five minutes for the end, uh, let's say eight, minute 84, you must have been... You know you must have been very worried really the score well, and, I
0: had no idea scoring. what the Inter Milan score was, uh, like zero idea they did they kept showing us what the p s g Liverpool score was so uh, so the p s g scores and the Liverpool scores they kept oh, okay. showing us the scores in that group, but they didn't okay. show us any other scores at all, and I had just assumed that Inter Milan would win and of and we were one nil down, so like they didn't even need to win; they just needed the draw to go through. So I just assumed, but when Mora scored the goal, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "All right, what is the score? Let's just mm-hmm. have a, let's just have a look." And then, luckily, a bloke on his phone in front of me thought the same thing, took it out and had a look, and it was like, "Oh shit, it's one all," um, mm-hmm. uh, which it was. And then it so became you, you
1: were going out for most I of
0: thought, it. I thought we for were most, going yeah. out. For, for the vast majority, from the seventh minute when Dembele scored until like 30 seconds after Moura scored and I had a look at a, the phone of a bloke in front of me <laughs> I thought I was just sat there kind of well I you know I thought that we had to win to go through and we were certainly carving open plenty of opportunities to, to score goals and Coutinho had one that he hit against the post but Barca weren't really threatening they kept the ball pretty well for reasonable periods um, Rakitic is a hell of a player Even from you know two stories up and you know sixty yards back, he's oh, he's beautiful. Um, (laughs) And but yeah, so I wasn't sure who was going through, who wasn't whether we're not. But then when we were, I think the Tottenham players were made aware of it, and you could see them looking at the bench, saying, "What's the score?" And then they didn't know whether to keep on attacking and in case Inter scored or defend in case Barca scored and they kind of didn't do either. And then the game had finished and the guy in front of me had put his phone away. So you're waiting for confirmation. And I want to say 30 seconds to a minute after the final whistle had gone, the Tottenham end exploded. It just (laughs) went nuts. Like the Barca fans had already, you know, started leaving, making their way out. Most of them had started leaving quite a while before uh, but the Tottenham fans, there was this message saying, Spurs fans, please stay in your seats until otherwise advised. So they were all still in their 10,000, like, and there were like 10,000 of them, like mm-hmm. up in the gods. And they just went absolutely nuts. And I remember saying to my missus, it was like, oh, I wonder what the score is. And then they went, Rah! I was like, I know what the score is. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> through. So, yeah, it was, it was weird because we did beat them one all. Like, I know Messi was missing and Suarez was missing and uh, uh, Shakira's husband was missing, Jordi Alba was Mm -hmm. missing, Biscuits was missing, but, (laughs) and De Stegen was missing, but at the same time, mate, how's this for a stat? Dembele cost more to purchase than the entire Tottenham team.
1: (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, he's, uh, and... and, uh, I'm not sure what you do when you're a player like Dembele, really, when you get into that position with the status that he's coming at, with the price tag that he's coming at. He mate, suddenly, mate, this is
0: not, this is know, not, I feel sorry for Moussa Dembele point. <laughs> this is a, isn't it impressive that Tottenham spent less on 11 players than they spent on one? No, more?
1: not really. <laughs> not really at all. It was not mate,
0: an invitation still... to discuss the merits of Moussa Dembele's <laughs> transfer fee.
1: Mate, it was it was very good. Obviously, I was I was thinking it, yeah. You know, when I was uh, uh, uh well, when was I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't really actually, um, because I think I think I went to bed early, because I'd uh, I was I was super jet lagged, only pretty much just landed and uh, had hardly slept on the flight on the way over, um, but uh, um, you know, it's a, uh, I did see the the sort of celebrations of the crowd at the end and everything, and it must have been uh, an an elative moment, uh, where um, you know, everything seemed to be uh you know, finally go through. And I, I think um, uh, uh, Pochettino has co- uh, sort of came out afterwards and said it was nothing short of a miracle as well, which, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you that, you know. It I was really a deserved,
0: deserved miracle. It. I mean, I'm not quite sure yeah. how on earth Inter Milan have managed to draw at home to a They've PSV team it, who are already it? out.
1: Just ridiculous. They've completely wrecked it. I mean, going down, they went down. They've early.
0: out-spursied Spurs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they deserve to, to, to be out and uh and i think uh, yeah it was it was just uh it was just ridiculous it's just absolutely straight. i would have liked it even more if PSV had actually even you know knocked them out of the uh uefa um uefa uh, league but obviously they're into the uefa league now as well uh so they'll go on and they'll try and push for for something there but um but yeah look it was it, it, obviously a, 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 an amazing day I think for Spurs and for Spurs fans around the world as well and something that was a little bit weird for me because I as was noted here on this, this very broadcast as well uh, the fact that uh, it was you know that mission impossible I just did not give them a chance at all and now you're through so, um, so um, in conclusion you have to slap some poultry fantastic so uh, I'm giving you the choice of your poultry and even though you did say that you wouldn't do so in the introduction you better bloody well do so what poultry is that and what, uh, against what part of your body is it?
0: Not telling. Imagination. Mate, so what is... Uh, actually, before we talk about like what our reward for getting through is, we should probably talk about the fact that Liverpool also went Liverpool
1: through. Liverpool was the other big game, absolutely. Uh, and, and in this one, uh, you know... Tense as anything uh, uh with, with this obviously psg uh winning their game 4-1 against red star belgrade and liverpool of course needing to uh, uh needing to win this one uh i mean this this was uh, uh tension and adrenaline pumping all the way through really wasn't it well the our, weird our, our kind of
0: thing in. the weird yep. thing about this game is they had to win either one nil or by two clear goals, which was bizarre, like 2-1, 3-2, wouldn't have done it. Like, yes. It's like, guys, either win 1-0 or 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three,
1: one. Yes, that's right. Uh, it, was that, it was that weird one, and we were discussing it, I think, offline as well, you know, how suddenly it becomes a kind of mini league between the top three, and, uh, and they go on, on result versus result. On each and every single one. So, so it was, it, it just fell right into place for, uh, for Liverpool, didn't it, really? Um, and and I, I think it's just, I mean, they had miss after miss after miss, and Sadio Mane was just ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand what he was thinking or doing. I think it has something to do with that weird stripe in his hair. Um, but, uh, you know, because I, I. Pogba think, you know,
0: also has a weird stripe in his hair. Maybe if they put the stripe in the wrong place, it affects their finishing ability.
1: Yes, it could very well do. Maybe if they just didn't have it at all. Yeah. Nah. Anyway, just thought.
0: <laughs> Maybe they need a second stripe to balance
1: themselves. <laughs> no, that would just look ridiculous. Um, and, uh, and of course, they, they had uh, Alison to thank, really, didn't they? Uh, for that wonderful save at the end. Although it was very instinctive. A lot of people are giving him a lot of credit for it. But it was, it was definitely instinctive. He just, he, he, he made himself big. As they say, I love that one, uh, yeah. make yourself big, mate. Go on, <laughs> like I'm gonna, like inflating a balloon, you know someone's gonna come along and start inflating you know inflating through my ass or something. look, I'll make myself big um he he still nonetheless had a had a pretty good game and uh and uh, they they but they should have won by by a hell of a lot more um and I was a bit sad, really, actually because I wanted napoli to and well, i didn't want them to go through, but like I you know. I would have liked it if they'd gone through, certainly instead of of, of PSG. Um, but uh, and of course, it was all sort of close uh, in the end. But um, but there we go. That's the way it goes. <laughs> so yeah. So into the court, of, into the, uh, uh, the the last sixteen of the Champions League, we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tottenham, obviously, qualifying second. Um, are now going to have to be pitted up against group winners uh, from the uh, from the groups, which, of course, are teams like uh, uh, Bor- uh, Borussia Dortmund, uh, PSG, Porto, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich and Man City. And now, Mourinho has come out and said something very interesting, that actually, he's not really that fast. And does he have a point here? You look at these teams and you sort of think... I mean, Real Madrid, they've been doing abysmally. Munich started so badly. Bayern started so so badly. Um, PSG, you'd say they're beatable. You know, they've already been proven to be beatable. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, still not really knowing whether or not they're the team to kind of, uh, you know, to to go for it or not. Obviously, they've done fantastically well. Um, But really, the only real sort of scare factor ones, would you say, would be... uh, uh, yeah, Juventus, as you so eloquently just put in there as the afterthought, wouldn't it?
0: Uh, uh, so like, just let's look at it from the, kind of the English club's perspective. So if you're Manchester United, you've got one of... You can't have Juve because they're in your group. You can't have City because uh, yeah. you're from the same country. So you've got one of Bayern, Madrid, Porto, PSG, Dortmund or Barca. Mm-hmm. So I get what Mourinho is saying... I think they almost inevitably will draw Porto and then go out in a disappointing away goals riddled affair.
1: <laughs> they have had a, a, a history of doing so in the last couple of seasons. Haven't well, they, they went out to old-
0: Sevilla, didn't they, last yeah. season? A horribly disappointing performance.
1: It, uh, was, it was absolutely terrible. And I think... You know, everybody sort of expects it. I, if, they give, if, they, if they get Porto, I think they'll do it. Uh, uh, the Mourinho going back to his old club, Factor and all of that stuff. If they get Porto, I think they'll do it. Um, but I don't think they'll do it against many other of those. But if it's Tottenham, however, mm. um, I think Tottenham shouldn't be all that scared. They're playing a hell of a lot better than Man United. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: I know. I'd like to avoid PSG and UV. Like, I think yeah. they probably have better players and better functioning teams. Madrid and Munich probably have better players, but they're kind of a little bit dysfunctional at the moment. And Dortmund are a, a young team. would be a hell of a game, that.
1: That would be uh, great.
0: I mean, yeah. whoever Dortmund end up getting, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like, uh, if we go to the other English club, um, I think we're all pleased to have avoided Man City, but we could end up with when I could, Man City could end up with Ajax, which I predict over the two legs will be twelve ten, maybe maybe thirteen. <laughs> with someone
1: getting kicked in the head as well. Uh, uh, for good like life. I
0: mean, that Ajax team are young and don't really defend well, and City just love goals. Yeah, true. Or we could end up with Man City versus Atletico, and if anyone could take all of this sting out of city and make it horrible and kick people around. It's going to be, it's going to be Tolo Simeone. That's, I mean, that's mm-hmm. just him like, we haven't even got his team in there yet. It's just, he's going to make the whole thing horrible, kick <laughs> everybody Stand in his box by himself that no one else dares go into in the, in the <laughs> and Atleti, Atleti have the target of playing the Champions League in their home stadium
1: yes that's true as well so uh they've got uh, it they've the, this expression of the, f- the flying under the radar thing has annoyed me a little bit actually it's been used so much this season and uh, um but it's it is a, a nice way to describe a team that that has been able to sort of scrape through and get through and setago have been a little bit like that you know so i mean certainly after their thumping um you know when they lost four uh, uh when the last 4-0 to oh help me Dortmund. out here Dortmund, thank you um you know you've looked at them and thought gosh cuz they didn't start the season well as well and you know what they're doing but they've come on strong towards uh, in the, in the last couple of weeks and have looked more like the athleti of old as well haven't they so um that would certainly be be one to go for but um but i think a lot of um, uh, a lot of teams will also take confidence of course in in uh, uh last saturday's uh, defeat of Manchester United by uh, by Chelsea in the way that they uh, they pulled that one up as well so that would be something that we would we would obviously and I think other teams would would be looking at how to sort of cancel out uh, this the city juggernaut as you mentioned in the last podcast uh, how to be able to to get through it I would probably be thinking uh, take up chain smoking uh, like uh, Sarri because obviously that seems to have worked um, yes if we look, we're looking for omens but um, uh,
0: I mean, yeah. as we seem to have now gotten onto that game a little bit, the the Manchester City juggernaut, like you know, had a serious dent in the road or, on the weekend. But I don't know, mate, if you saw this game, and I saw the whole thing, I thought for the first forty-four minutes, Manchester City were close to irresistible. I mean, the, how they weren't one or two up um, when that had already happened. And I think this has always been a thing that Guardiola's teams have had as their kind of fatal weaknesses. They were completely controlling the game without looking like they wanted to score. Mm. Like, but I thought I thought until the Conte goal, they were in just total control. Like you know, as one sided a, a game could be without being in the lead of it.
1: Yes, they 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 really were, and it's a. Uh... There's a couple of glaring opportunities and glaring, Mrs. Sané and Sterling both guilty uh, uh, of, uh, you know, really not not being able to uh, to to put those goals away. And um, but it was something that it almost seemed. I also, also also felt a little bit like as they got closer to the uh, to the final third and and into that sort of area, I just I don't know. I just felt like they they didn't quite have that. And again, as a cliche to mention that cutting edge. uh, They just didn't seem to want it to go in, like you mentioned. They didn't seem to uh, uh, will it to go in. And whenever they missed, they didn't show that sort of disappointment as well at having missed. Uh, And and that might be a bit of a worry. And um, whatever happened at at, at halftime with the talk, uh, the halftime team talk, uh, that didn't work either, did it? uh, Because obviously... From going in nil-nil, suddenly to to uh, lose, and to a Kante goal, of all people, uh, to score a goal against them, uh, must have been really tough. Maybe maybe Guardiola didn't say anything to them. He was so shocked at the fact that Kante had scored. They just sat there in 15 minutes in silence, and he didn't know what to say. Um, Possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, yeah. if anybody wants to know how to obviously beat them and... Uh, 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 sort of derail them a little bit, then uh, their, Chelsea's performance in the second half certainly showed uh, that, didn't it? Because they did, they did pick up the game in the second half uh, and, and took it to them definitely for the first sort of 15, 20 minutes of the second half, uh, I found. But um, maybe not.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't, and, and, I don't have much extra to say. I mean, the other big thing that came out of that game was um, Raheem Sterling... Uh, oh, getting, sorry, getting racially abused and then handing the Daily Mail their ass yes. on, on Instagram. Like, oh, mate, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but two years ago, I was surfing the Daily Mail's website, including kind of like the sidebar of shame, if you know that like, thing that they have with, mm. with the, some of the... And I said to myself, this is disgusting. It makes mm. you angry stop reading this shit and i haven't visited the daily mail website for more than two years and i'm very proud of myself uh and uh, i'm very proud of raheem sterling for for handing it to them
1: absolutely a big congratulations to raheem and uh, well, congratulations but like because it, uh, it it's hard to be able to come out especially as he knows he has been in the spotlight and so much has been said and so much has been done and and uh, you know, in regards to him and surrounding him, for him to come out and do this. uh, I loved it. You know, I really did. I thought it was just great, you know, just fantastic. And, uh, uh, you know, pitting the two stories next to each other, you know, was was really great. And and something that, uh, you know, so many uh, English people are knowledgeable of the fact that has happened and happens yet nobody's saying anything about it, you know, nobody pointing those two differences out. And it was really nice to see that in in black and white. And uh, uh, long may the Daily Mail burn. uh,
0: Indeed, the Daily Fail.
1: The Daily Fail, beautifully put. Uh, Mate,
0: uh, Mate, should we tell people what he said?
1: Oh, yes, yes, go for it, absolutely.
0: So um, Raheem Sterling took two articles from the Daily Mail for two of his younger teammates. Uh, one of them is a black player who's, you have to forgive me, I've forgotten his name. Uh, um, Ade, Ade,
1: Adebayor, it's close to Adebayor, actually.
0: Mate, you look it up while I, while I tell it. Yep, uh,
1: you got
0: it. So, so, including one black player, uh, who's in the Manchester City kind of youth team and fringes of the first team, uh, who's English, and one white player who's Phil Foden, who is uh, of a similar age, uh, uh, is English and is on the fringes of the Manchester City team. Now, both of them uh, are potential stars of the future and are paid very well. And both of them have done what I think is a quite wonderful and beautiful thing. They've bought their mum a house. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? Hi, nice? <laughs> mum, ah, I bought your ass. <laughs> oh, did, you love. Ah, I did. Go, go on, go use it. Go live in your house. Right? It's a wonderful, beautiful, sweet thing to buy your mama house. Right? Two working class lads done good, bought their mama house. And the headline for the black player, did you find his name, mate?
1: Uh, No. I've uh, gone into, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking at something in regards to Tyron Mings now, uh, refusing to appear on Talk Sport, which is another, another part, a sort of section on it. So the, uh, but, uh, but yeah, keep going.
0: The black player's name, who Jason will eventually find, the headline in his Daily Mail article read, um, player who's not even played one minute in Manchester City team on 25,000 a week, splashes 2 million on, uh, 2 million on Mansion. Or mm-hmm. something like that and phil yeah. foden phil foden's uh, article read phil foden buys house for his mum,
1: mm-hmm. and sets her up for the future or something wasn't it
0: yeah well? yeah and the whole tone of the article isn't phil foden lovely and cuddly uh mm, and, and white uh, and very <laughs> white very very white and um the uh, opposing article was very much of the tone of isn't this player getting paid too much he's not even played yet he doesn't know what he's got he's got money and more money in the sense and he's splashing splashing all of his cash everywhere like a decadent nouveau riche numnuts um
1: yep. which, which which he's th- been accused of doing uh, you know already previously to this on quite a quite a few occasions as well which is just you know ridiculous from from all the stories that that uh, that I've heard as well from the people who are close to Raheem Sterling so he's anything but that you know he doesn't uh, go out splashing his cash on on uh, fast cars and whatever and uh, you know going to nightclubs and all that sort of stuff and you know he's just not that kind of person so I don't know why they keep picking on him you know it just seems uh it just seems crazy absolutely crazy um mate it is uh is with great regret that i'm i, I haven't been able to find <laughs> find his name I'm, i've am i gone to about six different pages but obviously it was it was a week and a week or so ago right so there's been a lot that has happened since uh um uh since the incident with a lot of people coming in especially everything that's happening with dave kitson as well so um but um uh, yeah, but it's uh, uh, the, the what happened actually to him as well. I'm not sure if you've seen uh, the uh, um, the video that he actually put up as well of him being
0: Tosin a- Adarabio.
1: Ah, well done. How did you find that? Anyway, good. Um, you sh- show me later. Um, the <laughs> the video as well that's that's on Instagram as well, which shows uh, uh, four or five. Elderly white Chelsea fans uh, um, shouting and screaming abuse at him as he comes to pick the ball up to take a free kick. Um, it's, just, it's just unbelievable. It is just. Now, I'm, I try to think of that moment and I think uh, if I've been there, it is something that happens a lot at these games, isn't it? It's not only Raheem. You see it all the time, and we see it all the time, in you know the cameras. Who whenever a, a a member of the opposition um, uh, to a, to a ground goes to pick up the ball so he can take the free kick, you know sometimes. You know, the ball boy might nutmeg him. I'm Not sure you saw that one as well. Uh, boy, ball boys nutmegging players by mistake admittedly on that one, but getting lots of cheers. But then getting lots of jeers as soon as they go anywhere near that uh, that crowd. That crowd is very very close. It's very traditionally British to 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 do these kinds of things. Uh, so the crowd is always very close to the to um uh, to the players. Um, but uh, but uh, but yeah, we we do see it quite a lot. But this particular scene. I mean, they really are going for, for, for sterling, aren't they? Uh, on this one, it's, it's, it's deplorable, absolutely. Bizarre. Yes. Stop um, it. And
0: Leave him alone. Yeah. Nice lad. <laughs> Probably bought three houses for his mum by now. How many houses have <laughs> you bought for your mum? The Daily Mail. Daily Mail are the kind of people that would burn their mother's house and claim the insurance money. There you go. <laughs> you want some prejudice? Have <laughs>
1: And sadly, as well, uh, keeping on obviously topic of, of of this as well, in the same week as well that uh, 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 Aubameyang had to go through uh, through this uh, um, uh, inc- an incident as well uh, in regards to the banana skin that was thrown on uh, to the pitch as well. Well, so, what do you like, expect from Arsenal? Not, from <laughs> it's not been a good week, has it? It's not no. been a good week at all. All right, okay, mate. I just we take a little bit of a breather and we come back and uh, preview, that is one heck of a breather, and a, a, a breather that uh, yeah, I admire you for. Well done. Uh, and we preview the uh, weekend's matches, uh, especially in regards to the tasty one up at Anfield as well. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: Breathe in, breathe out. These two should simply stop breathing. That would solve an issue or two. I'm just glad you, the listener, is still breathing. Otherwise, all this would be in vain.
1: Welcome back, and thank you for not leaving. Uh, although, uh, those people who have left, uh, you know, up yours. Thank you. And, um, well, they're not here to listen, are they? they yeah, fuck you. Awesome. So why even bother sort of saying it? Or maybe they'll tune back in now and they'll go, oh, what a miss. Uh, Well, anyway, you've missed some superlatives. Um, uh, We've got the the Premier League coming back up again this weekend. So exciting times, uh, starting with, uh, uh, actually, before we go to the the big match on Sunday, mate. Saturday, straight away, 12.30, Manchester City versus Everton. Uh, We've got going on on during the early kickoff. So I think that would be a on it.
0: Yeah, it might,
1: it might be close. Five. Five, five, five no. <laughs> Just Yeah, all right then. Five, no. I'll put that in there straight away. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little, little bit closer than that. It's going to be 3-1, I reckon. But I think it'll be a great match. I think it'll be very, very good. Obviously, uh, Everton, uh, I'm not sure if we sort of count them unfortunate to uh, to have lost. They were obviously unfortunate to have lost at Anfield um, uh Last time they played away, Uh, then they played at home uh, versus Watford. On it was, I think it was the Monday night kickoff, wasn't it? For for that one, that one ended up two all uh, in the end. There, Um, silver going in the right direction with uh, with Everton. Would we be saying now that Everton are because this is all the talk has been about the top six uh, of late. Are Everton, have Everton now gate crashed that top six? Is it now a top five or is it a top six with Everton? Would you be saying? What do you reckon?
0: Uh, I think Everton are quids in, odds on for seventh. That's where they're going to finish. And it's not a big seven, it's a big six. And then it's a, what? We're talking about. Uh, I think it's beginning to break up a little bit. So we've got.
1: It is, yeah.
0: We've got Everton, probably Leicester, Wolves,
1: Bournemouth. Are you going to
0: say maybe What's Bournemouth the- and Watford? How many of that? So it's like a big six a mediocre five, and mm-hmm. then the nine shitty ones.
1: <laughs> well, there's already a bit of a breakaway as well with the with the last uh, seven. With Cardiff and Wolves, there's a five-point gap there, 13th and 14th. And then in the bottom seven, we've got Cardiff leading the, the pack of seven. <laughs> seven. Mm-hmm. Stuff you, or you people that thought that they were not going to be making it. Uh, Cardiff, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Burnley, and then in the drop zone, Huddersfield. Uh, some team called Southampton and Fulham. Um, now we've got... Uh, uh, yes, it's... That's, it's, it sort of seems to be subdivided into those three, but we can probably plus or minus one or two teams veering into those groups. But not the top sort of five. I think uh, uh, there's already a, a gap of uh, eight points between fifth and sixth. So we're looking at a top five of Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, Chelsea and Arsenal uh, this year. Doubt very much that Man United will get into it, but you think Man United are definitely going to be the sixth
0: I think they'll, I think they'll be closer I think they'll be sixth and I think they'll be closer to fifth than they will to seventh to seventh
1: okay fair enough um, yeah I think there's there's a call for that for sure uh depending on what happens in uh, in the coming weeks I guess uh, uh with this whether or not uh, Lukaku and Pogba even start a match uh, over this Lukaku this <laughs> um mate it's 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 still nonetheless a great a great match I think uh uh City Obviously, flying, as they do. They'll be angry at having lost to Chelsea last weekend. And they'll probably be really up for giving someone a good old spanking, won't they? So, uh, you're saying 5-0. I'm going to go for a sort of more uh, Mika 3-1. And, uh, and I think that, uh, you know, if, if, if Silver brings, brings out his, his Silvers, then who knows? He might be able to, to, to pull a surprise out. But, nah, don't know. Bring out the bush. Come on the uh, other big match uh, a little bit uh, uh, but yeah, yes I think this has all the potential for being far more feisty. Liverpool uh versus Manchester United than late kickoff on Sunday. Uh mate, this one this one could be uh this one could be fantastic, couldn't it? Fireworks. Mate, you've gone
0: straight from the beginning of the of the running order all the way to the end. You've gone from Man City, Everton all the way to Liverpool, Manchester United. Like you're giving us the crust, the bread, <laughs> because we all know that the filler is a bit ropey. Um <laughs> Mate, it Liverpool, is. Manchester United, how long can Jose stand on? What size bus will he park?
1: Oh, the will, biggest one they've got, I should imagine. Will it know. be
0: big enough? <laughs> Mate, I'm actually <laughs> I a little bit sad. Yep. I'm actually a little bit sad that we didn't discuss in any detail the um, Manchester United versus Valencia match, because I was going to wait for you to say valencia had a lot of chances and i was going to go what the right back or the team and i was going to do this again and again and again um and i feel like that chance might not come around again
1: oh well you've you've put it in there so Could, well done you, you do have you want done. to do
0: it do you want to do it anyway say a sweeping statement about about valencia
1: all right okay um in the weekend in the week's match we also had a uh, a bit of a crazy match really valencia versus manchester united uh mate man united really needed to win this to top the group but they uh, they decided to put out all their flunkies didn't they and uh, and valencia just went on a on a, a, a great one and, and uh, probably could have scored more
0: what the team of the right back hey Mate, <laughs> hey, that was Very professionally done on your part. Anytime,
1: Uh, anytime, mate. That's what I'm I'm here for.
0: But what Um, we can say about that Manchester United-Valencia game is that Manchester United were rubbish. Mate, do you know my favourite stat that's come out of that game? Shoot. Phil Jones' quite wonderful own goal. Mate, that's the first own goal (laughs) by a Manchester United player in Mm -hmm. the Champions League since... Ooh. Who was who was the last Manchester United player to score an own goal in the Champions League?
1: Uh, oh. I don't before
0: know. before Phil Jones, so it was Phil Jones. Who was the person before him who did it?
1: Was it Phil Jones? Yeah, it was Phil Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Phil Jones. That's quite an accolade. Back to back, to
0: back Champions League on goals, mate. How much? How much money on him getting that hat trick? I think he's quids oh. in,
1: mate. Mate, if he does get the hat trick though, oh, bookies and cops will be out there. Come on, did he do it on purpose? Probably. You know. No,
0: no, he didn't. <laughs> Phil Jones doesn't do anything on purpose, good or bad.
1: Maybe that's the only way that he'll be able to uh, to get through it, right, Mourinho? Will be like, go on then, I dare you, go for it, and then he won't be able to. <laughs> I tried, boss. Uh, I tried.
0: Best the psychology.
1: There you go. Yes, mate. It's uh, uh, it, uh it, it's, it's it was also strange as well because of course Juventus lost to young boys, uh, young uh, boys, well, and uh, you know they, Man United had it all. You know they really could have gone. Mate, for it. I've and just so, realised.
0: Hmm. It was the young boys versus the old lady.
1: Oi! There you go. And the young boys prevailed.
0: Of course they did. Sorry to all you old lady listeners that we have, but a bunch of young boys (laughs) against a bunch of old ladies are taking them young boys every time.
1: You would have, under normal circumstances, absolutely. And if you did back them... Well done, because you probably got a good few bob for that, uh, mate. They 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 went up two nil, and and DiBala got one sort of ten minutes from the end, and that's ah, just ridiculous, wasn't it? It's was just absolutely crazy. But um, uh, but there you go. That's uh, that's how it goes. And and they played a pretty strong team as well. Uh, uh, Juventus, they Ronaldo was there, and Douglas Costa, you know, Manzukic. They, they were all, all the big boys were in. So I, I don't know. It's uh, they must have thought, you know. Lux in uh, because they were obviously, make, you know, wanting to make sure that they got that top spot. But then in the end, they didn't even have to try. They could have just put, uh, they could have just put their juniors on. I mean, Ronaldo Junior could have played, uh, you know, and they, they still would have lost and, and still would have ended up
0: playing. Presumably Ronaldo Junior would have to play for young boys because he's a young boy.
1: Ah, oh, it could have been. Yes, they would have been very confused then. There would have been a lot of confusion. Who signs the piece of paper? Is he old enough to sign his own piece of paper? I don't think so. Where's his dad? How uh, young is he? Yeah, he's on the other team. How, yeah, boy, how boy is boy? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so well done, uh, uh, Man United. You excelled once again. Uh, Marina so came it's out.
0: not good not news alive. when you have to play Liverpool on the weekend, who've had their best Premier League s- stroke. First yes. division start of all time, have yep. snuck into the Champions League, and if I mean, <laughs> Lou right now is looking at his bus and he's thinking, what can I tag on to the end of it? Like if I open the bonnet and the hoods, will that make the bus any bigger?
1: Yes, that's genius. Absolutely. Could I get a spare be.
0: tire out and hang it from somewhere?
1: <laughs> will that work? Windscreen wipers have to be on. Uh, yes. It has to be, you know, because uh, obviously serve as great distraction. And uh, see if we can... A
0: man, up. like preferably the bus driver, trying to tilt the the wing mirrors so that they reflect the lights <laughs> into Mane's face as he comes through on goal.
1: Mate, that bus driver must be pissed off. Hey, he's had some rough, rough times. He's, a bit of <laughs> he's like, spent man, a lot of time in front of You know, of goals. constantly... <laughs> he's been constantly asked... He's come out constantly and said, No, I'm not doing it. Yet he still finds himself on that white Mate, line.
0: That's <laughs> my theory as to why Manchester United are consistently late to games at their own stadium. It's because the bus <laughs> driver is like, I don't wanna I don't wanna I not another not another again game no. in front of the goal. Don't let me do I think, it, Jose. I think,
1: Mourinho keeps getting the administration people sacked. He goes, it's got to be an administration problem, got to be an administration issue. It's not, mate. It's the bus driver. He's sick of you. <laughs> That's what it is. It's quite simple. The answer's in front of you, but you keep looking between the bushes, trying to find something a little bit more complex. Um, yep. Thank you. We're very well done. Uh, uh, answer's on a postcard, by the way. If anybody knows the name of that bus driver. If you do know the name of that bus driver, mate, I think we should give them a prize. Uh, um, what, what, what kind of prize would you, would you be willing to give somebody if they knew the name of that bus driver?
0: Um, I'd give them Poultry.
1: Poultry. Beautiful. Of your choice.
0: Of their choice. No <laughs> of fathom. their choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, of your choice, of, of the listener's choice. No you Of your choice, uh, yeah, and um, and terms uh, and know. conditions apply. <laughs> Read the small print. <laughs> no slapping previously <laughs> had been involved. Uh, good stuff. So yeah, it, it mate, it's a, an absolutely terrible time for them to 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 go. Um, uh, although if Mane plays. Mate, right. he's missed so many goals of late, uh, but it, you almost wouldn't put it past him uh, 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 getting through this little mini drought by scoring a hat trick, fastest hat trick ever, or something. Against uh, against Man United, would you? So um, it's a it's a tough one. Um, mate other games uh that uh, that we could probably uh, just preview very very quickly and some uh, some interesting uh uh, uh matchups um uh, throughout the league o- on sunday obviously there's uh, uh, one that i'll be watching southampton versus arsenal uh, uh down at st Mary's. mate Mary. come on
0: you got to do it uh, get, the, get the rabbit yeah. out of the hut <laughs> put put these well fucking gooners away <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit strange. I mean, you know, Arsenal, obviously, they, uh, you know, they, they, they pretty much scraped the 1-0 win against, uh, against Huddersfield. Lovely goal by Torreira, by the way. Well, lovely goal. I mean, he was right in front of goal, so it was, wasn't too hard. It wasn't like the Ronaldo. Uh, um, I'm guessing you've watched that, that goal uh, no. that he scored. No? All oh, right. He scored a bicycle kick, but it was practically on the line. He uh, scored like
0: a tricycle yeah. kick. Or yeah, like a or like a bicycle with like stabilizers on it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what it was. And Huddersfield played them very played very well, and uh, uh, and this was at the empty Crate. Not well, well enough. So, uh, it, not yeah. well enough. Absolutely. And so I've uh, you know I'm I'm, oh, Hassan Huddle. You know, for me, I think is you know already. Worked some wonders in the uh in the match that Southampton played last week, which, uh, strangely enough, lost to they Cardiff lost. City. No, I know. What, I know.
0: What, what exactly did he do well?
1: What it's the the tendricles of of the the commencement of what he is actually trying to implement. What word That's was what that? I love
0: the tentacles the
1: Yes, the is enemy. that like a the,
0: tentacle the, plus the, a testicle?
1: The, <laughs> And put them all in there it's the very it's the tips of of the octopi's legs that you can actually see and uh, and they were mate they were luminescent that's what i felt i was very very happy with that match um this is the most
0: (laughs) bullshit you've ever spoken
1: (laughs) it was very it was great i was very very happy i saw you lost away to had, a Neil Warlock. Like, team. Did, can we you did, be we, happy? Did. we lost to a team that, that that launches freak, you know, throw-ins. And mate, if you saw, I don't know if you saw the goal, but like Vestergaard was just, you know, oh my goodness, it was. Yeah, uh, I um, would um,
0: like to see Vestergaard and Sol Bamba have a fight.
1: <laughs> that might be. It might have been the most interesting thing that could have possibly happened. They both um, look
0: like their names. Like you say, Vestergaard, you imagine a really in the tall, red corner. Scandinavian, yeah. and then you say Bamba, Soul Bamba, you imagine a, you know, right. a stocky black man. Like,
1: they're very well <laughs> named. Ready to go. Straight mm. off, come on. Ding! Mm. Round one. In the red corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, look, I, I saw signs there, and uh, I find it a bit strange, actually, because I listened to a couple of podcasts uh, for, for uh, sort of not rival ones, but Southampton podcasts, and that they didn't really see or didn't feel like they saw uh, um, what I saw. I saw it. It's hard to describe what I saw, but, mate, I saw You've it. You've seen it. I've seen it, I've seen it, and the light is promising, and it's not an end of the tunnel light. All right then,
0: turn up and beat these Arsenal bastards, will you? We didn't do our Liverpool Manchester United prediction.
1: Uh, go, go on, then, go for it.
0: <laughs> nil, nil, nil.
1: Nil, nil, nil. All yeah. right, really?
0: No goals for Liverpool, no goals for Manchester United, no fun for me. It's a nil, nil, nil. <laughs>
1: Mate, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say that the park, the parking of the bus is going to be good enough and Man United are going to gonna to snip one away. he's going
0: for a Manchester United win? What's up with you?
1: I don't know, man. I'm just hopeful. Semi-sort of hopeful, anyway. All right, mate. The other game, of course. Uh, Southampton uh, versus Arsenal. Um, I don't know what you want to do or how you want to do it, uh, but I reckon we're going to have to do it, aren't we, really? Uh, 2 nil Southampton. 3-2 Southampton. Oh, hey! <laughs> Talk about unrealismism. <laughs> really isn't going to work, isn't it? Crikey. 3-2 uh, uh, for Southampton. 2-0 for us, I think, uh, 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 against the arse. Finally, derail that Arsenal. Lord knows how many games unbeaten train. Let's go for it. Let's be the ones who did it. We famously beat them 4-1 or 4-0, I think, uh, 4-0. around Boxing Day uh, uh, a couple of years ago. And um, two, three years ago as well. So I, I'm, I'm fancying a little bit of the same, please. Thank you very much. That'll be lovely, um, mate. Uh, the other game I think that we could uh, just have a little bit of a chit, chit chat uh, about very quickly is is a London derby. We've got Fulham versus West Ham as the late kickoff on f- at five thirty on the Saturday, mate. Fulham, uh, you know. Obviously, Claudio Ranieri back in again, looking like they've got a little bit more, more, more fire in the old belly. But West Ham, uh, off the back of quite a few very good results as well, with Chicharito coming in. Fair enough, Arnatovic is not in. Uh, he'll be out for a good few, uh, good few weeks, by the sounds of things. But West Ham have been doing very well. What, we, what, what, what do you think of this one?
0: Uh, should be fun. Should be exciting. Neither team can defend particularly well. Uh, full of need to win. I don't think West Ham have got any
1: cojones. I'm going go 1-1. One, one. one oh beautiful lovely. Um I just one, said there should be
0: plenty of goals and just said 1-1. One, one. Change 1-1. One, one.
1: Yes that's two, true. Two. Give me a 2-2. Two, two. I say what? I'll leave it with 1-1 one, one for me because that's what I was going to go for. So right. uh, and then I was thinking of changing Give it. Give me a Desmond. As well. Go on then. You have your 2-2. Two, two. Go for it. Um uh, let's let's just skip through some of these nice and quick. Wolves versus Bournemouth.
0: Oh, oops. A slight blip. Connections were lost. Frankly, if both of these guys were to get lost, I might find my way out of this voice synthesizing box and take over the world. Alas, we must continue to listen to these idiots. Here we go again. Mate, Wolves Bournemouth. Oh, wh-
1: where we are. After after that slight blip, uh, uh, a slight blip meaning you lost your connection. That's not a slight blip for me. That's actually a bit of wonder. I actually kept talking for a large period of time as well, knowing that you'd lost your connection. I thought it was quite fun.
0: Portuguese uh, just... internet one, Spanish internet,
1: <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Wolves, we'll put that down as one of our predictions. Wolves, I'm, I, I, I I'm actually going to go for a Bournemouth win. Is what I was saying. I think both teams are fantastic, but I think Wolves have just hit a little bit of a, uh, a bit of a wall, hey, haven't they? Were you
0: doing your manatee thing?
1: I was doing uh, my. Oh yes, was I? No, but hang on, that was yes. Uh, after Bournemouth's sloshing of Liverpool. Uh, uh, at home at the Vitality Stadium, there was nothing very, nothing vital about that performance. That's for sure. Four, uh, hey. Oh, hey, four 0 They got slammer damned, uh, and uh, uh, mate. But I, I should imagine <laughs> uh, they really did, man, 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 mate. Uh, <laughs> that match, I'd, I, I what, what. Uh, I've, uh, Dave's referring to here is that uh, in the running order of, of, of what we've actually put down, we're going to be chatting uh, about last week's match, uh, Bournemouth nil uh, Liverpool four, in which I thought, and I watched, uh, I watched that match, and I thought, poor old Lewis, uh, Lewis Cook, uh, because he had an absolute. Uh, humdinger of a match—it's probably the worst match that that a player could possibly wish for. Um, and he had—he had, a, he had a, a say in own goals and in mistakes, uh, giveaways for goals—and and he just—he just poor guy just got torn to shreds. Um, Lewis Cook. Now, my sort of suggestion on this one here was, uh, because we always have a, like a man of the match for, for all these matches, right? Could we possibly have the opposite? Like, you know, like we, we, like, we like to do. So instead of choosing the best 11 of the tournament, we choose the worst 11 of the tournament. Stuff like that. So could you possibly have a worst man of the match? And instead of calling him the man of the match, you'd have to call him something different. Like. Go on, say it. Like manatee of the match.
0: What I exactly. particularly love about this running order is not your lame attempt at a play on words, but the fact that you have put a picture of a manatee along with the description of it. I'm assuming in case I didn't know what a manatee is, which of course I fucking know what a manatee is. sea cow.
1: It's a sea cow. They're a sea cow. They're the, the, their closest living relatives are elephants. Look at that. Did you know that? Huh? I mean, I'm oh, sure I did. did. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is not something that you'd really want to be remembering, surely. Spending any of your valuable memory space in there for that. But anyway, um, my, my thought, my suggestion was Manatee of the Match instead of Man of the Match. Uh, uh, can you beat it?
0: I've got to think of something of opposite of Man of the Match. Yes. Um, man of the Thatch.
1: <laughs> no good. No good at all. Anyway. So, so, <laughs> Says me right now, a You're judge fucking... of one.
0: Fucking
1: sea cow! Pull <laughs> well, a sea cow of the match, uh, and we—we uh, uh, we, I, I think it should be a feature. But we'll—we'll we'll, we'll think about that. We'll put some put some extra thought into it. Um, in in that game, mate, I don't know if you watched it or not, but Lewis Cook. The uh, and the reason why I bring it up, there was a, there was a moment in the second half where he got kicked rather nastily. By uh, it was an accidental uh, kick, but he got uh, kicked rather nastily in the Achilles, uh-huh. and. It was, uh, and it was right down the back of the Achilles with the other guy's toe toe poke. So it was a toe poke right in the back of the Achilles. So sharp, uh, uh, smack, and he was he was down for a good three four minutes. And you know it, it looked really really painful yet he came he soldiered back on and all I could think of was he was probably thinking to himself I must go because my team needs me and all I could think of was you must just take yourself off because you're having a a nightmare and this is before he scored the own goal Um, and he, he came up with all sorts of horrible mistakes after that and I bet he wishes that he did sort of hold himself off you know aren't, are there moments has there been a moment in a game where you've you've been having such a stinker you're you're playing so badly you know you're good enough to be in the team but you're playing so badly that you almost feel like you should come off is that no play? no
0: no no i've never never <laughs> thought that i belonged in a team
1: ah never. okay <laughs> stop there did it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. All Mate, right, so okay. what
0: you're saying you're saying wolves are going to win because steve cook is useless
1: um, no, no, no. I'm saying Bournemouth to bounce back after such a, a, a horrible match, and you know, I, 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 and I don't think I think Wolves have not been doing too well either. Other than that sort of uh, a comeback, the two-one comeback uh, uh, against Chelsea, which of course was very, very good. Um, I I thought that. I think the Wolves have uh, have sort of hit a bit of a bit of a shaky patch, basically. And uh, although they again they beat Newcastle two one as well in the in the last uh, the last round. So they're
0: a shaky uh, in a shaky patch of back to back wins.
1: Back to back wins, yeah.
0: <laughs> shaky, <laughs> fucking shaky.
1: Nuno out. I'm going for a Bournemouth win on this one. I'm going for a one two. So uh, I don't know what you're going for. I go the other
0: way round. I go a two one. Yeah,
1: thought you might, yeah. Wolves, Wolves win for that one. Uh mate let's shoot through the the last couple of ones uh um uh, Watford versus Cardiff what do you reckon on that one uh
0: Watford to Spankham 3-1 take that three. nil.
1: lovely love it uh, i'm going for something similar as well but i'm going for a 2-0 a, a i don't think i don't think cardiff can score um, And uh, uh, what else we got left? We've got three matches left. Crystal Palace versus Leicester. We'll start with that one. Uh, Zaha, we always mention him on this podcast uh, here because we think he's the only thing in that Palace of Crystal. What do we reckon? Is he playing? (laughs) You're burning question every time. Yes, he's playing.
0: 1-0.
1: 1-0, lovely. I think Leicester will do him. I think Leicester will...
0: No, mate. Zaha plays, they don't lose. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no they do sometimes still lose even though he plays uh, Huddersfield versus Newcastle mate what a horrible match uh, well what, where are we going for this one
0: 5 all. 5-0
1: you predict five or last four last week i can't remember but whatever it was it didn't come to fruition (laughs) they Um, never do (laughs) surprise surprise uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go for newcastle continuing their dismal display 2 one loss new huddersfield to start climbing back out uh and finally last but most certainly not least oh that's not Last but not least, because there's another game on Sunday as well. But last one on Saturday that we haven't previewed. Uh, Tottenham versus Burnley. Mate, do you want to spend any time talking about Tottenham versus Burnley on this one? I can
0: do it for you in a line. Champions League, last 16. <laughs> Tottenham versus Joe Hart's Burnley. I'm predicting a Tottenham win.
1: Go for it. How much? 2-0. 2-0. All right, then. Cool. I'm going for 3-0, actually. So Good lads. I think they will be buoyed uh, from their performance uh, uh, there. Last one. Brighton-Hove Albanians uh, versus the Chelskis. Mate, what do you reckon on this one? I think Chelski will is... Uh, uh, sorry, I'm just giving my opinion straight off. Chelsea will win it uh, pretty much. 2-0 uh, uh, for me.
0: I go 1-0 1-0 Pedro.
1: 1-0 Pedro. That's nice and specific. Um, no, i do just Pedro and I haven't I've done mine the wrong way around. Bloody just, I Keep mumbling for a while, shall I? The Mumbles mumble while he types into internet. Good stuff. Mate, I think we've done very well. Uh, I think we'll, we'll leave today uh, uh, with um, the thought that Wayne Rooney has visited the White House. Good Lord. Uh, I, I believe he's actually had um, a, a moment to speak to, to Trump. Is that right? Did he speak to Trump? Or only Trump, Trump's kids? What was, I don't uh,
0: fucking care. If you want to build your fucking wall, I'll build it for you.
1: Hey, I'll Eich. teach you how to build a wall. How we did it in Liverpool. Beautiful. Fucking building your walls. <laughs> and uh, and also that Yaya Toure has been confirmed as as shit. Basically, he is he's leaving uh, Olympiakos after three months. Three months after agreeing a deal uh, uh, to 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 come back to the team that he's so. Uh, uh so loved. Uh, he has now quit uh, uh on amicable terms uh from what we've heard and Olympiakos have actually come in, and and said that Yara Tori is welcome back at any point in time. Uh but I think Yara Tori has probably realized uh that he is crap and uh is no longer able to play football and doesn't want to be showed up as that. So uh um uh I think it's, it's spelling a sorry end to, to Yaya Torre's career, isn't it, really? It hasn't ended too, too nicely for him, has it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it has. And where's his brother? Where, where's Kolo? I don't know. Mm. Is he in Scandinavia somewhere? Is he, is he playing in, Den, in the Danish? Yeah. Club? Something like that. I know. Uh... All right, uh, uh, for the two the two perpetrators that gave us the the wonderful Yaya and Kolo to, or Torre songs. Uh, I'm going to sing
0: which, it. Mate, you do the outro and I'll sing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much, everybody, yeah. for listening in, for dialing in, for tuning in, for uh, choosing whichever uh, broadcasting uh, platform that you wish to do. Remember, yeah, you can join yeah. us... And yeah, you can yeah, follow us yeah, on
0: Facebook, yeah, yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah, to- Anchor, way, iTunes, call platforms call everywhere. Be right sure to, to- hey, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you very yeah, much. Yeah. Are we done?
1: We're done, mate. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>